Is your product or service stuck in Twitter under what seems like a massive pile of freezing cold snow? Let Overlord Services plow you out and expose this product to the rest of the world. For only $20 for three months of our enhanced service, we will create nifty images with your logo and information and post them on a daily basis. They also have yearly discounted rates. I am a client of Overlord Services. And I do have to say that not only are their services excellent, but they're really nice people. They post up my episodes multiple times per day for all of my shows without fail. And the communication that they have is second to none. I would greatly recommend that you try them out. Head to their shop at co-fi.com slash overlord svcs again that's coffee.com slash overlord services and click on shop below when you purchase their services let them know derek sent you i'm testing something else i can't hear you guys cut this shit out like go test your shit elsewhere i can't hear you when you talk quit mumbling and go test your shit you always read out loud. I mean, I can't hear you, but I see your lips moving. No, I'm just testing my settings. Oh, what? I mean, if I can hear you, I'd love to hear more about your settings, but I can't hear you. No, you can hear us. Now you sound far away. I mean, I, I'd say that if I could hear you, but I can't. That's wild. Are you done? Are you done? No, are you I mean, done? I can't hear you, but I'm just wondering. Are we- are we doing both episodes today? Fuck no. I only watched one episode. I only watched one episode. That was the rule. And I can't hear you to even answer that question. Nigga. <laughs> look, I already got I look, I'm having I'm having issues. My foot hurt. And I'm not I'm not down for this shit right now. So Dude, if I, I what 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 happened to your foot? Are you okay? I mean, I can't hear you, but still, I'm curious. No, my, no, my medicine ran out. I had to go to patients first, but it was like really late. So they refilled my prescriptions, but I haven't gone to get them yet. So why not? Because when I was getting ready to go, you said you wanted to record at one. Nigga, that was two hours ago. And if I'm if I'm going to Walmart, nigga, that was two hours ago. Don't Virgo me. Yeah, no, don't Virgo me, I'm, nigga. Because it's it's at Walmart, and if I'm, when I'm going to Walmart, I need to start shopping. I need you to do my <laughs> what? You have to shop every time you walk into Walmart. No, I need to shop when I go into Walmart today. He's <laughs> an addict. I'm just saying, when I go on to Walmart, I get what I need and I get out. No, I need I need to do some like shopping, shopping. So you so you can get the stuff for my cookies. Um, yeah, that too. No, I am priority one. I am the most important thing in your life. Did you ever place your order? Fuck you, bro. All right, Charles, let's go. Ahead. <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead and get to the theme music. Um. I figure that this show will only last as long as we let it. So no, let's not let it last long. Okay. And we can we can get through this pretty fast. I thought I thought we were doing both, so I watched the other episode this morning, but I, I did not. I only watched the halftime episode. So let's 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 get in and get out. Okay.
Can y'all hear that? Because I can't hear shit. Yeah. Y'all can hear that? The fuck yeah. is wrong with my shit? Shut up, Brandon. Don't play that game with me. Oh, shit. I have my shit muted. <laughs> what, did, what, what the fuck did you eat this morning? Me? Personally? Do you really want to know? I mean, I mean, if it's, if it's, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about anything other than your wife, but, um, I don't eat my wife, sir. I lick her and I had gummy bears. Oh, goodness. So this is a candy high. Okay. I, I had, you know what? Science has proven that there's no such thing as a can as a sugar high. Word. Yes. Nigga word. I'm, I'm, I'm weird. No, for we real, for real. Ex- we are all experiencing this right now. Brandon. Look that up. Wait, Scar's the one who usually looks shit up. I, but the sugar high is a myth. My computer's being a dick right now, so I'm restarting. So I can't look up that right now. Yeah, no, the sugar high is a myth. Um, I, I had to look that up after we got into that Black Fathers group and like seven, eight people were in there complaining about their kids. I'm sick and tired of that bitch of a baby mama I got getting my kids all jazzed up on sugar, then dropping them off to me so I could watch them for my predisposed two hours a month that were agreed upon by the state. I definitely did that to, to Sherry and them when, when Poomer got to Baltimore. It isn't so much sugar as it is them just being energetic and jazzed up about being around you. No, nah, I would just load her. I would. She'd be like, "I want some candy, Dad. Have all the candy you want. You get ready to go home in a couple of hours." All it does. I'm sure. I'm sure. Sometimes it's sugar. <laughs> okay, I'm so sure why don't you get jazzed up when you eat, when you eat apple pie? Why do we only associate it back to candy? You do I mean, get jazzed up after apple pie. You get happy because you're eating something good, but you don't like they say sugar makes you like wired and all that kind of stuff. But they never sugar talk does about give you energy and then it brings you down. Then you crash. But it's like such a short it's such a short dopamine kick that it doesn't it's 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 easily negated. Like it's not like my kids but, are wired for like the next six hours. But if there is a dopamine kick, then that means that what you're saying is false. It's so fact, though, there's a there's logic to the statement. Yes, you are absolutely correct. But it's a very short and intense high. Like two minutes is a high. Like two minutes, fam. Your whole thing (laughs) is disputing the high and then saying, well, there is a high. It's probably more like an hour. But it's not what these parents are making it out to be. And I'm going to look it up now because I was waiting on Scar to get on his Grizzly. So while I'm looking it up, I'm going to play the theme music. This is a really popular belief that lacks, that lacks the evidence to support it. An analysis in 1995 looked at 23 studies on sugar and hyperactivity in children. Studies were only included in the analysis if the sugar, if the amount of sugar was measured, and if parents, children, and the researchers were unaware of whether the children had been given sugar or not. Contrary to popular belief, the study showed the sugar intake did not have any effect on behavior or cognition in children. 
But when parents were told that their child had been given a large dose of sugar, they rated them as significantly more hyperactive than if they had been told they had been given a placebo or a non-sugar drink. But none of the children received a sugary drink. They were all given a placebo. This is from Food for Fitness. Uh, they did seven outrageous sugar. That's a flawed study. It. That's a really flawed study. Why? It's, it's a, it's because a the kids are thinking they're getting sugar. Now you're, you're, you're peaking, Brandon. Because the but kids are like, thinking they're getting if you, sugar. If you do a study and everybody is in the control group, is that a study? That's true. That is true. <laughs> it's a flawed study. <laughs> but also, also, I have seen kids who I've seen a lot of people who, if you tell them something, they will then believe it and they it's can improve or or sink based on what they believe. I think people Republicans. Niggas, shut up. <laughs> or Texans. <laughs> oh god. So um you know what does get you high? Crack. You know what doesn't happen when you take crack? You don't go into fucking withdrawals 30 minutes later. And guess what? If I did a study and I told everybody they were on crack, but I didn't give them crack, guess what they wouldn't act like? They, they wouldn't go on a withdrawal. They wouldn't act like crackheads. No, they wouldn't. So then the study would say, actually, you know, people who are on crack, parents think they're on crack when they're not on crack. Well, I mean, Mr. Hand from um, Fast Times Ridgemont High thought everybody was on dope. So is that close? I've never seen that. I would say that you need to see it, but you don't because all of those kids really did look like they were like 15 to 16 and there's nudity and I don't like it. I, it's one of those movies where like white people love it. Like mm-hmm. white people really love that movie, but I don't know why. It's the white people version of Cooley High. But I mean, my man's ain't died, so like. I mean, yeah, but that's the closest thing I got for black folks. Or nope, it's not roll bounce. Yeah, Cooley High. I'm pretty sure. Like, if you ask a white person that they seen Cooley High, they're like, "What?" But if you ask a black person, they're like, hell yeah, I've seen that shit. That shit's a classic. A lot of um, people who became stars, Jennifer Jason Lee and the woman from the Gremlins and, and Judge Reinhold are in that movie playing a lot of kids who, oh, and, and um, what's it do with the eye? Everyone. No, shut up. The dude with the, you know who I'm talking about, Scar. He was in the last uh, King of Scotland. I, I didn't, I didn't hear what you said because I was just switching over. Last King of Scotland was Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker, he was in it. Um, and Sean Penn. So a lot of luminaries from the '90s and '80s in movies uh, got into this movie, and it was cool. It was an okay movie. I liked it. But yes. Crack. If you take crack, I don't think you go on to withdrawals within thirty minutes. I think it's a situ- I think it's a situation where he's done so much and he's built up so much of a tolerance that, like he said it himself, I used to be able to get you know smoke crack right before a game, and I used to be fine. Now I can't make it to halftime. This okay, is that's cool. Up. That that's cool if he can't make it to halftime before he gets another hit. It's a whole other thing if he makes it to halftime and he starts vomiting. 
Yeah, he's, I mean, shaking, I mean, sweating, can't walk, vomiting. Those his, are withdrawals. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess just his tolerance was just. Are we sure he took crack before this game? He said it. He said it. He said yeah, that but he before t- could be anything. No, he said, could be no he said literally right before the game. He said right before the game, he did it. And, that, and he said that used to keep him straight through the game. And but now, now the grip. Now the, the grip, grip is back at halftime. <laughs> the grip. Motherfucking grip. I'm the claw. <laughs> the claw. You cannot escape the claw. That claw. <laughs> I still say I still say that's Jim Carrey's uh, best movie. It's period. one of them. It's pretty no, no, close. No. Liar, liar, no, it's, pretty dope. Liar, liar is the best one. I'm sorry, oh. it is. Oh. Somebody tried to convince me that Yes Man was the best one. I'm like, are you? I, no, your get the mind? fuck out of my face. That's some yeah. white people shit. Yep, definitely a white person said it. Man, like that's on some. What whenever somebody asks you to say something, have you tried just saying yes all day? Do you have kids, motherfucker? Like, dad, eat your shit. Yeah, exactly. Because kids don't give a fuck. Kids don't give a fuck about you. Like <laughs> they just don't, and they only your, care about themselves. Your kids alternate between you, between loving you, despising you, and just wanting to really use you for comedic relief. Yeah, and using you to get stuff. Mm-hmm. Dad, can I have a PlayStation 5? It's yes day. It's yes day. It's yes day. That's exactly. how it will go. Yep, exactly. But and, back to the and, grip. And then they won't even use the fucking PlayStation. They just want you to get it. Right. Because my kids have Switches. Guess how many of us play with our Switch? It's me. Yeah. Well, I've got a Switch I don't use either. So You should. There's some really great games. Metroid Dread is amazing. I, I bought Two Point Hospital and I never actually played it. I said Metroid Dread. I know, but I wanted to play Two Point Hospital. The fuck is is that like uh, the the prison game that you always play? Um, is it one of those sim type games? It's it's like a it's like a tycoon type game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, those are your type of games. Yes. Like like you have a between that Tropico, uh, tycoon that that bit. Get that the video game tycoon, which is still dope, but they need to build off of it. Yeah, and well, the prison game. They've done they've done several others that not the no, same. No, I mean like company. they need to update that first one. That first no, one was a classic. No, need no um different companies have made different versions and they are much more detailed. Um, so yeah, there's a thing. Okay. Um, so if I win three hundred million dollars. In the lottery, mm-hmm. I am going to make sure that one of my jobs going forward is setting up tape pyramids at halftime for people. Like that <laughs> just looks so fucking relaxing. That looks so fun. Just a tape pyramid. And like 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 making sure everything was straight, like right? before everything. That's that seemed like that seemed like a real chill ass job. You know, it right. probably it probably smelled like in that building, but in that room, but like it just seemed so relaxing. And then fucking halftime happens and all hell breaks loose. Right. I, I would be in there um with the with the the tape setting it all up with this plan in the background and shit. Hey, Bob. Y'all ready? Let's go. Take five. I fucking love take five. 
Oh my god, I love Take Five. It's one of the best uh, jazz songs of all time, in my opinion. And um, Norfolk State played this on the field and during the Queen City performance. It's fucking fantastic. Um, but I love Take Five. But I would love to set up tape pyramids with that playing in the background. And then they would come in and be like, Arr! and I'd be like, hey, guys, I make more than all of you. I pay myself. Yeah. I, but, bought, I, bought, I, bought into, I bought into ownership just so I can do this. Right. They were like, what do you want your job to be? And I was like, tape pyramids. And they were like, what? And I was like, I do the tape pyramids. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take the tape, right? You know, you know the tape that they use, like on the, the wrap up stuff, like wrap up wrists and ankles and toes and shit. And um, I want to make a pyramid out of them for people to use. And I'm gonna use different colors. So the bottom one's gonna be the beige, and the next one's gonna be the blue, and then maybe like yellow, red, and green, and then top it off with like purple. Not, Not for top. LGBTQIA, but that works too. Now the two the two top colors gotta be team colors, though. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I know they got team colors, so they use that shit on Kyle <laughs> when he got his cast. Oh no, that was at the doctor's office. So uh Co- Coach George is like, I I need an injury report. Um, but we know Ray's injured, the wide receiver, I'm guessing. Uh he nearly twisted off his pinky. Uh, Derek's shoulder had to get popped back This episode was so full of shit. It was. Um, well, the, the whole thing about the dude with the pinky, that's that's basically the retelling of the Ronnie Lott story. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who don't know, Ronnie Lott um, injured his finger, but in, in order so he wouldn't miss any playing time, he had them cut the tip off, off of his finger. Um, and he to this day, he still, the, the tip of his pinky is, oh, tip of one of his fingers is gone, gone. Just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> but um, but yeah. All of this so, stuff could not happen in a 24-minute halftime. You no, know what? it couldn't. But see, here's the thing. Like the the idea is like we are bouncing from situation to situation. So technically it could all be happening simultaneously. At but the we're same presented, time, true. We in a parallel. And it still shouldn't have happened in 24 fucking minutes. <laughs> I don't think so. I personally I don't think so. But like the dude got the, an MRI. Do you know how long that takes? Yes, I, mean, I do because I've done like five. They take that, at least 30. Like I fall asleep during MRIs, fam. Real talk. They aren't short. They're like 20 to 30 minutes. He got an MRI and still sat around and still had time to he got an MRI room. and the results within 24 minutes, fam. Yeah. Shit was ridiculous. <laughs> Um, DH's friend had time to drive to the game. Somehow they let him into the. Somehow they let him into the players' lot. Right. That that I I was curious about that part. Yeah, that part. Like we just letting anybody in the players' lot. Like, did y'all get the license plate of him? Because he's a known drug dealer. Helping nigga out. I'm I'm from the wire. I just need y'all to tell me where. He came from like what? What exactly did he tell security? You know what I mean? Like how how did you get there? Uber. Oh, That's on the side note, Derek, this is completely random, but I was looking at something while I'm recording this. Guess what? My wife taught me what sous vide was yesterday. Oh, see, look, 
So here's the thing about sous vide. And for all the listeners, I'm explaining to y'all too. Sous vide is like when you run yourself a nice hot bath. Yes. With like steam, steam just coming up and you lay your entire body in that bath. All of your body that is in that water is in the same temperature. Some of your body isn't in colder temperature. Some of your body isn't in hotter temperature. It's all in the same temperature. So all your body is feeling the same temperature at the same time. When you sous vide something, you vacuum seal up the meat and you place it into a water bath that is then regulated. The heat of the water bath is regulated by a wand, either a jewel and a Nova or something else, whatever you want to do. I choose a Nova and it regulates the temperature of that water. So your food is surrounded by this same temperature water and it's all cooking at the same temperature for as long Mm -hmm. as you need it to. So all the food comes out super tender, first of all. Mm -hmm. Second of all, it all comes out, if you want it to be medium rare, the whole thing's medium rare. It's not like a part of it is medium rare and then a part of it is medium because the temperature was different. It's all medium rare. So when my parents say that they want something done, well done, I'm like, okay, cool. And I just cook it at, medium rare temperature (laughs) but i cook it uh i cook it a medium rare temperature and then i sear it for them and they're like oh my god this is perfect and it's really medium rare they don't know but even if i cooked it well done and i sous vide it 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 would still still come out super tender and moist because it's literally impossible to burn something in water it's the best thing ever i'll tell y'all right now consistently good the meats are all done sous vide before I smoke them. Yeah, that was a that was a random thought, but I know you brought that up the other day. My wife's like, I want a new pressure cooker for Christmas, so I was looking at some, and that just reminded me that we talked about this when we were you talking about steaks. You get one, fam. I will walk you through it. I will walk you through everything. I keep telling people that, and they're like, Nah, it's too much work. It's really not. I just yeah, Shani has been about this life for quite some time. <laughs> I just took some chicken out the sous vide that's been in there for like nine hours just cooking yeah that's and, how they cook them at steaks houses that's how you and, get... and that's what people don't know they're like why is this yeah. steak so tender because they sous vide it why is this pork chop so wonderful because they sous vide it why is this chicken so just moist because they sous vide it y'all think if you throw shit in the oven and put foil over the top it's going to come out perfect no you need to sous vide it and then you can sear it or do whatever else you want with it but first sous vide that shit it'll change your life and it doesn't cost much for the wand itself. Actually, right now, I think you can buy an Anova combo that comes with a tub and a wand mm-hmm. for like 135 bucks. But I've also used my big pot that I have for gumbo and filled that up yeah, with water and put my yeah. sous vide into that and just had it like clamped to the side. And that works just as well. You don't need a lid. You don't need anything. And it's perfect. Literally, it's foolproof. It is perfect cooking. That was a great aside. Now y'all know what to do. Thank you, Brandon. So, I'm back to Sorry, I just love that song. So, Leon is back to injuring the same knee that he rehabbed for eight fucking months. That's just a bop, dog. It's such a bop. I didn't even get to the best part yet. Nope. You cut it off. Mm-hmm. Leon's knee got injured. Derek, the quarterback, shoulder had to get popped back in. That shit was gross. That looked like that looked fucking painful. Right, that's that. the only realistic you know, thing that I saw in this entire part. I've had that before. My cousin Devin, who was um, 
a really, really, really good track star, like really fast uh, track star, scholarship track athlete. He played football in high school, and his first play, they put him in kick return because he was the fastest person on the team, obviously. And he, he ran the kick back like 60 yards, got hit, his shoulder popped out, and he never played football again. Yeah, because once sure. your shoulder pops out once, it's going to happen all the fucking time. What Never played it again. <laughs> what was the name of that um that that show on I think it was on TGIF or where the dude was a doctor. He was an older gentleman. Um there was a there was a situation where someone had their um their shoulder was dislocated and they were worried about the pain and all of this kind of stuff. See, at first I was gonna just, say ER and then you said TGIF and now I don't have any fucking clue. I'm like, yeah. was that just the 10 of us? Um, no, it was it was something it was something like it was like TGIF or something like hold that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's take one of them out of it immediately. Was it white people or was it black people? White people. So it wasn't Family Matters. Okay, cool. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, which kind of was a cop? So yeah, but they still could have gone to oh, a doctor. Winslow, my man, Carl Winslow. Man, the dude went into the store. To buy up all the Twinkies and said they were for his wife. All the honey buns and all the Twinkies. That was in uh, Die Hard, though. So, yeah. um, but anyway, no. What I'm saying is, like, um, so the guy, the person was worried about the pain or whatever. So what he did was he just kept talking to him, and then he was like, oh, "Here, hold this book." And he gave him this big ass medical book, and it popped his fucking shoulder back into place. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> just, I mean, that's the first time I ever heard about anything like a dislocated shoulder or whatever like that. But yeah, that's that's exactly what happened. He was just like, oh yeah, here, hold this book. And it was a big ass medical book and it popped his fucking shoulder into place. Get the fuck out of my face. Okay. <laughs> that, shit, that shit happened, dog. <laughs> okay. Um, so in the midst of all of this, they also want to do a, a IV for DH, but he's not dehydrated. That nigga detoxing. Like you could tell from the gate. There was like sweat, nigga. <laughs> sweat as much as you can sweat. Right. Um, Eric comes up to Leon and he's about to, you know, have the talk with him about Robin because Eric knows, remember. But Kelvin comes up and he's sad because he missed the block. So Leon tells Kel tells Eric to tell Kelvin that it's okay. And Eric does, but you know, he's upset because he thinks that Leon's beating Robin. And it's hard for him to forgive that. So I'm so sick of this fucking storyline and this shit doesn't end. <laughs> I feel you. I feel I'm you. So, I'm dead fucking serious, yo. This this storyline is just fucking stupid. And it keeps going. This is the song that never ends. And then they try to make you believe that Robin and what's his face was fucking. Right. On that night. And what happened to the white woman that, that Eric was with? Like, they don't even talk about her anymore. She just goes back. And why was Eric acting oh, like they was fucking oh, wait, when they wasn't Wait, fucking. wait, wait, wait. That's the next episode. Oh. Okay. Where you find out what happened to the other lady. <laughs> so, um, Robin tells Eric that she told Leon that she was at Julie's house that night when she was actually at his house after they had fought. Um, and the doctor says to Leon, Let's see what we got here. And Eric mutters, what you got is what you deserved. Like, come on, fam. Come, exactly. come on. That's and Leon asks what he said, and Eric just walks out. That's supposed to be your mans. Just talk to your mans. Right? Like, like, yo, dog, what the here, fuck did you do? Here's what I don't like about this show. The peaks. Like, like the peaks are so quick. Like, 
DH and Kelvin will get into an argument, and Kelvin's like, take your money back. And like five minutes later, he's like, man, this is my man in there. <laughs> my man, DH is the man, son. Like, yo, calm the fuck down. Like, you was just mad at this nigga because he asked you for piss. Y'all on some fucking, because you're hot, then you're cold, you're yes, then you're no. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, fine. This is some stupid-ass shit. Leon's like, what'd you say? And Eric just walks out. Um, Derek gets his shot in Novocaine. The offensive coordinator gets on him about throwing in a double coverage. And Derek asks, yo, man, just put Chambers on the line. And Chambers is like, hey, man, there's some beautiful women out there. There's one that looks like Cameron Diaz. And there's one that looks like she's blonde. And there's one out there with a D cup. And Chambers says, I sleep with the blonde. Who she doesn't. So this does happen. It does. But the way they did it was ridiculous. It, was. it would never happen at halftime. It, it would never. It would okay. not, he would never leave at halftime. The starting, it, the starting quarterback had a fucking detour to go talk to some random fucking lady during halftime to set up after, a top piece for later. After, for later, after now they're losing because he's fucking up and he gets to go leave and talk to some random lady. That also, doesn't make any fucking sense. Also, you know what I'm not doing. I'm not talking to a fucking random lady after you just pop my shoulder back in. It still hurts. I know no, I just me. took a shot of Novocaine, but it still hurts. And I'm not going to be like, hey, what's your name is? <laughs> Dobby? What was he's it? Think, he's thinking about that poon. Dibbity Dop? This would happen and they would, they would meet up at the end of the game. Exactly. That would never happen at halftime. <laughs> exactly. And what would happen is you could have an attendant go there. You could have a manager go there. You could have somebody go there. What you're not going to do is have the assistant manager of the team or whatever he is, assistant coach, go out there and find women for you. Assistant coach like, get the fuck out of my face. Get the fuck out of my face. You better go find somebody else to do that bullshit for you. You can suck my dick. Motherfucker, <laughs> you might be a ball player, but I was a ball player, and I don't give a fuck. That's what would happen. His his episode is coming. So, um, Robin hates Samantha. Like, really hates Samantha. And she goes into it later on, and yeah. Uh, DH's because, blood because, pressure's low. Because her, her, and, her and her homies are sitting around watching TV. They're trying to figure out what's going on with her husband. Because she's really concerned about what's going on with her husband. And Samantha is a reporter. And she is reporting on the fucking story. <laughs> Meanwhile, this bitch is just hating. Like, I'm sorry. Let's, like, let's obscure the word bitch. Fuck that. Yo, no. She just, no. This, this we we've gone uh, too far. Lady, this lady who I do not like at all. Yes, um, I'll take that. This, this lady who I do not like at all is just hating on this other lady, uh, for no fucking reason. And like the, the I mean, there's the slight reason, but not a reason for you to really hate on this lady. You don't know her at all, at, at all. all. And you the same one that just went to sleep at his you 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 man's you. Your man's best friend's house. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just did this. That did happen. That is true. So, like, so like you added this lady who th- nothing happened with other than doing a fucking demo reel? And, and, and I mean, he came. Also, the only reason she's mad at her is because Leon 
lied about who helped him with the demo reel. He didn't actually fuck Samantha. He just lied about her helping No, he lied about reel. doing a demo reel. It yeah, wasn't about yeah. who he did it, did it with. It, it's that he did it, even though she wanted him to do it. She wanted him to do it. But she that's encouraged the only, him. Yeah, but I, what I'm saying is that's the only reason she's mad at her. But yeah, because you she just feels, lied to him about who you spent the night with. But also, also, um, going back to Robin and Samantha, why wouldn't you want somebody who already works in the news to be the person to deliver yeah, yeah. your husband's newsreel, demo reel to the news? Duh. Why wouldn't you want that? Like, if I am working towards a job at McDonald's when I retire from my job as an accountant, I would want Roy Krebs to be the person who would talk to somebody. My cousin dated a vice president at Nike for a while. If I have access to the vice president at Nike, why am I going to go to you to deliver a message to Nike? Right. It's, it's like that, you know, that that lady who her son uh, ran up all that money um, uh, hustling shoes um, that worked for Nike and she had to lose her and she lost her job because of it. Um, it's like, yeah, I'm going to go to the source. I'm not going to you. So it makes no sense. DH's blood pressure is low and he's like, I ain't no junkie. I'm just dehydrated. But why tell the doctor that you ain't no junkie? The doctor's like, what? I, I just thought you had the runs, nigga. Like, what? We thought you had the flu. I'm just, we're junkie. trying to make sure that you're straight. This you would say that because he's a junkie. That's what you do. Right. right? I ain't no junkie. You're... What? We were... Serve this it... in Arby's. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I ain't no junkie. Sir, this is a bad bath and beyond. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's like the same. <laughs> uh, you, can't get, you can't get no B.O.B. over here. I ain't no junkie, sir. This is altar call. <laughs> Take me to the king. Um, but yeah, like what? So at the same time, random tight end can't find his St. Christopher medal. He he can't play well without it. Um, he's the like, actor, he can't play without it, and DH can't play without drugs. So you see the parallel this, here. This actor is terrible in this episode. All of these actors are terrible. Did no, 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 no. Trying to Ger- act like he was on crack. Gerwitz is that bad. Like, like the the scene where he encounters. I hate you, Gerwitz. and I I hate what you're doing, and I hate what you do, and I hate that I'm doing it. But I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. do it because that he needs me to scene. do it, and it's gonna yeah, get that, done. Yeah, and then like when he was making sure, like when he was the way he was talking to DH when he saw DH fall out, it was just like, "Are you okay?" Like you know, like that that whole scene was just acted terribly. Brother, are you okay, brother? <laughs> right. It's just, <laughs> it's just bad. But, like, the Gerwitz thing is going to get worse. <laughs> oh, God. So, this um, whole episode was a bunch of, it was the writers who read a bunch of crazy stories that happened to the NFL. And yes. then they exaggerate them yeah. into something that seems completely ridiculous. Yeah, yep. pretty much. Yeah. So, um, Ray needs surgery, but he's like, I ain't gonna get it. He's like, it's my pinky, and I make the decision. And the doctor's like, yeah, you can have, we're, if you don't get this done now, we're gonna have to amputate it. And Ray's like, I don't care. I ain't missing the place. Splint it up. And the coaches are having a meeting without the OC, and it's because Will Banks wants an offensive coordinator that can implement the West Coast offense. And I guess this is a little bit further back because they're talking, and I was like, okay, there must be a new OC in there, but it's the same dude that had the quarterback challenge with Derek last week. Yeah, that must have been a flashback to, like, 
right the off season. Right. So coach tells them that they don't have the personnel to run the West Coast offense. And Will Banks is like, that's your opinion. But I don't have to agree with it. I want the West Coast offense. And he tells coach that he can either fire his offensive coordinator or Will Banks will. Motherfucker, it's your team. You do it. I'm just a coach. Like you do it. You fire him. I'm good. Get the general manager to fire him. I'm just a coach. You're the general manager, Jerry Jones, Will Banks, <laughs> like Scar said. You do it. Exactly. And coach tells him that they stick to the plan. Just make sure that the plan works. It turns out that Leon did hear Eric, and Eric calls him out. But Kelvin comes over and interrupts, asking, what, what the x-rays say, dog? I'm asking because I feel so badly about you getting injured, even though I've been clearly dick-riding DH the entire season. I care because you was in the play, and I'm your offensive lineman now. So what the what the x-rays say, dog? <laughs> it's like, yo, is he the only offensive lineman? It's just like Bubba. It's like Billy Bob in, in fucking Varsity like, Blues. It's like, it's like, um, because like guard dog is guard dog gone, right? Mm-hmm. Is he still suspended? Because I'm, because guard dog don't come back until the girl with stuff, right? Because we go week to week. So yes, he's still suspended. Yeah. So, so guard dog is still gone. And like, I think guard, guard dog, is he an offensive lineman or is he a tight end? I think he's a guard or I think he's a guard dog. I think he's an offensive <laughs> lineman. <laughs> so, but um Leon hasn't gotten the results yet. So Kelvin goes looking for them. And then Leon asks Eric, Do you have a problem with me? And Eric says he doesn't. So Leon asks him what's up. And Eric's like, I know what you did to Robin. And Leon said, Did Robin tell you? And Eric's like, That's your problem. DH needs a hit badly and he's sweating like a motherfucker so he removes his IV goes into the bathroom doesn't even close the door all the way and calls his dealer to come bring up some crack while a dude is standing right outside the door exactly like he's just making phone calls yo look I look I need you to bring me some crack it's like I need that thing thing like yo if if I was on the other end of that phone I'd be crack I don't know nothing about no crack dog like you know what I mean like who this? Because you have because like it's like you the fans like you say I need you to bring me some crack, sir. You saying that way too loud. You saying that you saying that way too <coughs> vigorously, dog. <laughs> yeah. Hey, like E forty said in fucking uh, dead heist. You been way too boisterous. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I need you to bring me some crack to the in, to the players' parking lot and. Uh, bring me like five grams. I, I need all of it. So DH goes to meet his dealer in the player's lot, but he's about to vomit while he's walking out to the lot to meet him. And again, I don't know what withdrawal looks like after 30 minutes, but I don't think it looks like this. Barely walking. You keep saying 30 minutes, but like... Again, you know, so you all take the, the drugs with, before the game. With all of the starts and stops. Okay, fine. That happens. Maybe, an like hour and a half. Maybe an hour and a half. Yeah. Well, then if he took it, you know, maybe 30 minutes before the game. So, you're talking so about two, two hours. hours. Two hours. Are you going through withdrawals after two hours? I think his tolerance is just way too high. It's not shit. about a tolerance. Because if his tolerance is. is that high, then he wouldn't be going through withdrawals, would he? Yeah, if his tolerance is that high, then he needs to do more in order to have the same effect. So what you're telling and me is he that did, there should have been two did, clocks, one for did. the game halftime and one for his withdrawal clock. Yeah, I think so. I think it's what it is, is he did his normal and he thought that he was good. And apparently his tolerance is way too high for this shit. And uh, his body was like, all right, dog, what you got? 
And he was just like, what the fuck do you mean? And he's he's in the middle of a game, so he can't really do anything. And his body is constantly asking him, okay, what more do you have, sir? I need more of this. And like, so like this shit happens. That's how I see it. That's how I'm rationalizing it. I can see that, but we don't know. Uh, that's how I'm rationalizing and that's why I say that the the show doesn't fully explain just know that the, he just said normally I can get through a whole game but today for some reason it's not really working maybe he's I mean maybe the shit that he was doing um right before the game got stepped on a couple of times and he's just like this ain't the same shit yeah but if he if he was stepped on the shit he gonna get this time gonna be stepped on again he only gonna make it to the third quarter before he falls the fuck out no, he, he he just needs to do more. So yeah, but he yeah. He so just um, shot. That's all. He good. Yeah. <laughs> so Leon tells Robin that he called a counselor to get help, like she asked, and she tells him that she'll never be able to forget what happened. But she literally told CFS what happened and that she had a partner as well. So I'm confused. Oh, this comes back. And so Leon says if he could take it back, he would. And Robin's like, it's too late to apologize. And, then and Leon, this nigga simp- <laughs> Leon promises to make her up to her and just to give her another, give him another chance. Just let him in the house. And she, he serenades her with my girl. But instead he says, Robin, Robin, <laughs> so- Robin, they are, they are horrible. <laughs> they are horrible to emotional fucking people. Like, yo, mm-hmm. this shit should have been deaded a long time ago. And she says she still doesn't forgive him. And right after he sings the Robin song to her, she also lies to him about where she was. He says that he called at 830 and she said, I didn't get to Julie's house till after nine. Oh, and girl, would still can't find his chain. That's convenient. <clears throat> you can tell a man wrote that because that sounds like a man excuse for where he was at. Exactly. Oh, I called at 830. Oh, I got there at nine. Motherfucker, what? And he's got to understand, if you weren't fucking, he knows that y'all are friends before they even met. Just be like, look, I didn't know who to talk to. I'm really close to Eric. We went and talked it out, and I'm good to go now. Yes, the, the two guys who wrote this episode are named John and Edwin. So, yes, two men. Edwin, Edwin, Edwin. Um, DH is suffering near the parking lot, and Girlwitz comes out and tells him to go back inside, and he'll get him whatever he needs. And DH is like, get out of my face. Uh, Chambers takes the blonde to the hallway, and while they're walking, Chambers finds out they went to the same school. So he's like, I'm in love. Um, <laughs> Ray doesn't want opinions on his pinky, even though it's literally broken in multiple places and looks like the letter S. Ray's like, I'm going out there. And the doctor tells him to remember what I'm putting on you was a cast, not a club. Um, the offensive coordinator comes in using pejoratives to get the team fired up, and that's not going to work. Uh, he tells Kelvin that he's a fat piece of shit and that if the, sec- if the second half doesn't pick up, he'll make him watch video. That was a whole threat. <laughs> I thought they watched video after every game in the NFL, but, you know. Whatever. I mean, I, I mean, last time I checked, the only person affected by this is Jamarcus Russell. Last time that I checked, <laughs> Leon comes back with his X-ray. That's that song always make you want to crit walk, don't it? No, fuck no. That song makes me want to crit walk. No, no, Scar, no, no. It's on, it's on the soundtrack of uh, uh, NBA NBA Live nineteen. 
No so scar. That shit no. Comes all the time. No. Makes me no scar. Though. Bad scar. No. We don't crip walk on this show. Ever. Yeah. Ew. Nigga, I do. You do not. I be crip walking like Serena Williams, dog. Like, you do not. I'm about to put the video on you, and I'm about to play the music. I want to see you crip walk. No, I can't crip walk very well, but I do. <laughs> I do it. I'm not saying I'm good at it, <laughs> but I do it. Nigga, you know you'll get shot for crip walking wrong, and they'll be like, yo, you, what, what are you That's doing? That's the reason why I don't need you to put nothing on video. <laughs> the fuck are you doing? What What are you doing? Like They'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? And you'd be like, I'm crip walking. One of the worst things that happened to gangbang was white people crip walking as a dance, like picking it up as a dance because Snoop did it. And so all the way around all these colleges, you got all these 17 to 19 year old white kids crip walking all over the place. It's not hard when white people do it. It's like that chin Pokemon episode of South Park. It's not. <laughs> it's not hard when y'all start doing it anymore. I referenced that episode so many times <laughs> uh, in, in life. I referenced, I referenced that episode about, you know, the way to get people out of shit is for mm-hmm. you to like it. Yep. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Leon comes back with his x-rays and sees Eric listening to his therapy tapes. And he thinks about how he went to counseling. And the counselor tells him that they're going to rebuild that line between what's okay on the field and off. Leon's going to counseling. And Leon's like, you know, I've never hit anybody prior to that day. Um, He goes to Eric and asks him if Robin had been with him the night that she said she was at Julie's house. And Eric admits Robin spent the night with him, which is really inflammatory, fam. Like, you know what you're saying. If you say somebody spent the night with you, yeah, she's no, she stayed. She stayed at my house. She stayed at my house. Not she spent the night with you. She stayed like at she, my house. I slept on the couch. She was in the guest room, whatever. Right. I didn't, but, you know, I didn't really I didn't let her sleep in my bed because I it, it, it smelled like sex. So, like, I was just I was just doing my thing with with Becky. Uh, sorry, Beth. Um, I was just doing my thing. With give Beth me Becky. <laughs> Yeah. Eric admits that Robin spent the night with them. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. You just totally missed the obvious joke. Uh, because this would have been on the bed would have been after Beth. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh. After Beth. <laughs> I know you went too. I know you too. <laughs> That's from a movie. That's from uh, Boomerang. Yeah, Boomerang. <laughs> what, what, what are we going to call this perfume? After Beth. <laughs> <laughs> See, I know you too well. I love you, fam. So, <laughs> so Okay, the next I'll make a borderline reference. So, I've given up that life, good sir. <laughs> I have left that life behind us. I am now a good man. This is way more interesting than the episode, though. <laughs> so, after Eric admits and fucks up the way he says that Robin was at his house the night before, Leon lights this nigga up on one good leg, and that's when I knew Leon wasn't injured. He exactly because he, he planted the fuck out of that nigga. right and turned like uh and just his, caught him. He put, he put his hips in it like like Bruce Lee told him to like. <laughs> 
Bo Jackson can't do it like this. <laughs> that nigga, that nigga shit was bleeding, bleeding. He got one shot and he was bleeding, bleeding. Hey, you only get one shot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he put everything in that shit. <laughs> you better lose yourself. <laughs> He stole that. Nah, he, he didn't lose anything. He got stole. And so <laughs> Eric is so mad that he rips off his skull cap in fury. <laughs> he got stole on. With his mouth bleeding like a motherfucker. Oh, God. You know, I don't know who came up with the phrase got stole on, but it is such a great <laughs> phrase. <laughs> he stole that nigga for real. That's, that's, in, 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 that's in that moment you knew he wasn't really injured because like yo if he was if his shit was fucked up that bad he wouldn't have been able to plant that leg in order to land a shot like that but also in that moment two things happened one was shown one was not shown the thing that was shown was that leon's not injured the second thing that was not shown was probably the freeze frame of eric you want to know how I got in this situation? <laughs> exactly. I said, the, I, I said the wrong thing. <laughs> I bet you're wondering how I got in this situation. Exactly. Um, DH is still vomiting, and Girl Witch tells him he's going to go get the doctor. And it DH is like, the doctor isn't going to be able to give me what I need. This horrible fucking scene. Girl Witch acting is horrible. And Girl Witch is like, what do you need, bro? What do you need? I'll get you whatever you need. And DH tells him about Jerome and Titan is like, I will do anything for the team, but I won't do that. Yeah. And, and all, remember, Gerwitz comes back after the guy just checked his car. All of a sudden, Gerwitz come back with the metal on. It's like, well, where mm-hmm. the fuck was the metal, dog? Mm-hmm. And DH is like, then leave me alone. Eric had to get his lipstick sh- stitched shut, and Kelvin's like, "Yeah, you're stitching his lip, whatever." Hey, what's up with the what's up with the results? Also, Eric doing doing Leon's old lady is cold, man. And Eric's like, "I didn't do it. I didn't sleep with her." So well, you cool. shouldn't have said it that way. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly. what I said. It was stupid. And so now, um, a random guy's being yelled at by the off- offensive coordinator because Lyles—that's his name. Because he's injured and can't go back in, the offensive coordinator's name is Lyles. But the dude is like, I've had six surgeries on my knee. I know when I'm hurt. And the offensive coordinator is saying, you you need to put a needle in it and man up. You need to toughen up. There's people in that other room that got real problems. And coach is like, that's no. Get the fuck out. Uh, drunk because in the he's, he's, take, he's taking that shit way too far. He's taking it. No, it, it, he is. He is. But at the same time, he's like the nigga who comes to your office after getting the job and he wears a suit for like the first three weeks while everybody else wearing jeans and a T-shirt looking at the suit nigga like. Sup, new nigga. Oh, I wore a collared shirt at my job for at least six months before I started wearing T-shirts. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody else is wearing shirts with all sorts of shit on. And you wearing a collared shirt. Hello, Bob. <laughs> You're using the voice, too. Black folks use that voice for like the first six months after they get their new job. Uh, how can I help? All right. I'll do that. Yes. No problem. Yes. You like my shirt? This is a Brooks Brothers. <laughs> yes. Two years in, last time that I checked. <laughs> oh, you gotta shit. switch it up, right? 
Oh, what up, my nigga? What up? Hey, what up, manager? Yeah, no, I'm leaving early today because my son's got a basketball game. Yeah, all right, cool, cool, cool. Hey, look at this new nigga wearing Brooks Brothers shit. Hello, Bob. <laughs> so, and you know what? The places where I've seen folks wearing the suits for the first six months or so are also the places that have horrible turnover. But, um... Jerome's in the parking lot and Gurlwitz comes to get the drugs from him. And he's like, I don't respect you. And I hate what you're, what I'm doing. But DH is lying in a puddle of vomit. And so I'm helping. And Jerome's like, I don't give a fuck. The fuck you telling me this shit for, dude? Like, he's, he's, he's looking around like, he sent you? He sent you. Blonde hair, white dude. Am I being punked? <laughs> is this, are the cameras in the, in the, in the lights? Like for real, I would I would totally feel like uh, I'm being set up because the idea is like your man's call you and say I need some crack and then like when you show up, another white man shows a white man shows up in his place and it's just like no, I, you're overthinking this. That white man showed up in his uniform with his pads on. Obviously, DA sent that nigga. <laughs> Yeah, but even still, if I'm the drug dealer, if I don't know. If it was like it. an assistant coach or like a trainer in regular clothes, I'd be like, yeah, what the fuck is this? It's a dude in his fucking four-ass pants and cleats. Okay, I'll give you that. I mean, <laughs> but also, Nigga, here's something that I know pretty well about <laughs> players' lot or players' uh, parking lots. Cameras everywhere. Yes. Because most of them have well, very now, nice cars. But this, is two, but this is 2001. So I'm pretty so sure there's a camera somewhere. They all have really nice cars that probably they don't want taken. And <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? I'm sure there's at least one camera near the entrance to the doorway that they're standing at because Gurwitz didn't come that far down the way to get this crack. That's true. And if security has to buzz you in because, you know, you don't have a key card or whatever it may be, security should have seen this whole thing go down. Should have been like... How the fuck did Gerwitz get back in the building, dog? Right? Hey, man, I need to get it. What you got in your hand? Nothing. Security probably just, you know, fuck around and then sees the, sees the video of what's going on. They're like, what type of games are being played? How's it going down? But... Robin hates Samantha and she's like because she worked on a demo reel with Leon without telling me and she's like there was talk about Leon getting traded and he spoke to Samantha about it first and I'm like she's the one who broke the story she's yeah she's the one all she did was tell him like yo the, the man's over there got hurt and there's talk there's, there's talk there's talk of the trade like what is the problem here she said, this she's a reporter. <laughs> she said she's mad because he listens to samantha when she tells him that he can still play see this is what scar and i tried to tell you yeah i know y'all were right she she's not supportive of her man and she needs to be and so lady who i don't scene, like very much instead this whole of saying scene works words, into a way where her friend asked her if Leon hurt her right when Gregory, their younger son, is listening. Of course. So Chambers is still talking to the blonde, and she's like, he's like, hey, I had this teacher that I really, really liked, and he says the teacher's name, and the woman's like, I love that teacher. And he's like, yeah, we used to get high in his office, and he's the one who told me I could be whatever I wanted to be. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Did did we miss the part where uh, she talks to Gregory and she does the claw? With the hand that's hurt, 
that's no, like no that's no been, not yet no not yet that's been sprained for weeks now no not like, yet it's been weeks because like every episode is like another game week so this has been weeks and she still has the her arm wrapped up like this really takes that long to fuck it never mind so back to chambers who's telling her about the the teacher who inspired him and she's like i always wonder why he was so mellow and he was like yeah we used to smoke weed together and i smoked weed with him too and it was a whole thing and dara comes out and the woman literally just leaves him mid-sentence yeah she cuban bees the fuck out of that nigga yo he's talking all of this stuff and she's just like yeah about that other dude and he's trying, like he's trying so hard. I don't know if he thinks he's putting game on her or what, but he's trying so hard to spark up. Like you can see, he's feeling real things right now. She's just like, "Yeah, there goes, there goes Derek. I got to go." Um, yeah, this is the reason why I'm here. Gregory's mad about what he heard, and Robin tells him that Leon and she's been fighting, but they'll never get a divorce. So why you keep acting like this, like exactly. lady, lady who I don't like? Like I don't like her. And so she promises that they both love him very much. But we also find out at this point that Eric knew Robin in college two years before Leon met Robin. Right. And Leon used to wonder about that. And Kelvin sits next to him and tells him, hey, man, Eric said while his lip was getting stitched up from you punched him in the mouth that he didn't sleep with Robin. <laughs> no, for you stealing the fuck out of that nigga. <laughs> stealing the, that he didn't sleep with Robin. And, and the doctor told me also that you got a slight misalignment of the joint. No, the doctor comes and tells Leon at that point that he has a slight misalignment of the joint and that he tore his ACL again and that the rehab is a year to a year and a half. The doctor comes out and tells him this. And, and he he goes full um, Carlito's way. I ain't panicked. I've been here before. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he goes yep. full Carlito's way. And then Girlwitch sets up DH's crack and he's about to walk away. But then he's slight sees misalignment DH. of the joint is not a torn ACL. No, it's not. <laughs> she just said you tore it, your ACL, bro. So he sees DH twitching and struggling to set his shit up, and he decides to help DH out. DH is smoking crack through an empty Bic pen, y'all. How does this man know how to set up crack pipe? Because I don't know how to set up a crack pipe. I can tell you that. I, I couldn't have helped DH. And DH wasn't talking. He was just sitting there twitching because, you know, it's been... <laughs> At least an hour and 30 minutes since he had his I been like, what did you want me to do, bro? I don't know how to do this shit. I would have been running around like Rudy. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. Well, obviously he started. So, like, you have an idea from watching him try to do this. Like, that's 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 my only, you know, that's my only idea of why he knew to do what he did. Because he had already started and he just couldn't get it going. Eric tells Leon that it sucks what happened to, what happened to him. And then he apologized for what happened to him. And Leon's like, I'm coming back, bro. And Eric's like, I know, but I'm sorry about everything. Like how I miss how I let you misread what went on with Robin. But dude, you did that on purpose. Yep. You literally did that maliciously, which means you have something in there. And Leon's like, none of that matters now. My knee. My knee. You basically let him think that you that you had his his woman in your bed after bed. But at at the bath. But um, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Gary Payton and my Sean Kemp. But um, also now that he's injured, Leon's like, man, my relationship don't matter. <laughs> None of this matters. It's my knee, dog. Right. So 
uh, Derek is still rapping with Dady. That's the blonde's name. I, I have written it down because it was such a stupid name. Um, and tells Chambers, hey, man, get her telephone number and her address and make reservations for Ocella for 2 at 8 p.m. You do all of that, assistant coach. The assistant coach would have been like, bitch, I shouldn't be out here in the first place. I should be in there setting up strategy. Coach George probably looking for me. What the fuck is wrong with you? At the least, managing the tape pyramid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, at the very least. At the very least. At the very least, you should be out there like, here you go. Yeah. Here you go, DH. No problem, Bob. Look at this motherfucker wearing the Brooks Brothers suit. That's enough. That's my favorite part. I just don't want to get sued. Anyhow. Then as Chambers walks her back to her seat, he tries to finish the story that he was telling her about the teacher that he loved. And daddy was like, oh, yeah, I hated him. Motherfucker, you just told me you loved him. Oh, yeah, I hated him. I'll say whatever it takes to get to Derek. You didn't even realize. (laughs) Yeah. I was just being nice to you because you know you were- it, you know it, you know that you've been played. Get out my face. Do y'all remember that song? I know you don't, Brandon, because you didn't even like me. Yeah, I know this, that song. This chick is the worst. <laughs> like she is the worst. <laughs> and she's not even she wasn't even that hot. Like, you know what I mean? Like her teeth was jacked up. Like she's not the worst. She doing what she gotta do. Doing what she had to do to- she was like, this is so exciting. Please don't take this away from me. I'm not talking to you, assistant position coach. You're not even a coordinator. You're just a random ass coach. The fuck? Like, I can you, talk to the quarterback. On, on top of all that, you're literally getting me for him. Why would I talk to you when you're getting me for him? That shows the pecking order right there. I don't want to fuck with you. I want to fuck with the one that you're getting me for. Know your place. I got no problem with her. She made a good, exactly. made a smart business decision. Mm -hmm. the come up is all hers but then the offensive coordinator Lyles he goes upstairs and tells Will Banks about what happened about him getting thrown out the locker room and Will Banks calls the coach and the coach tells him the team needs a little respect and hangs up on Will Banks and then he adds a counter trap in the screen which is good coaching DH is like I'm good to go and Leon's getting willed out and he's like I know getting willed out like this I'm never coming back but as no, no. Them out, you you did uh, you hear the part where the where one of the other coaches is like, nigga, where the fuck you been? Yeah, <laughs> like he was just like, nigga, where the fuck you been? Like it's like you know, it ain't been that long. Like what we don't we have to go over the strategy. Where the fuck have you been? Does nobody see the vomit on the front of his shirt? No, he changed his shirt, but when he came back, his, his shirt was different because he wasn't it wasn't sweaty or nothing. Yeah, how 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 he do that? How he did that without anybody seeing him walking in with the vomit on his shirt? Don't know. Anyhow, um, as they're willing Leon out, the same doctor who told him about the misalignment of the joint and all that, it's like, what are you doing? I, what? Where's Where's he going? And the the ambulance guy's like, we got these. And the doctor pulls out another paper and he's like, or he pulls out another photo and he's like, no, this is his. We made a mistake. All you have is a knee bruise. And Leon's like, I, I can play. I can play. We already knew this. Exactly. <laughs> we knew that when you planted and stole on that nigga. <laughs> Matter of fact, let's be real. Let's take it back to Ray J. We knew when you planted and 
you socked that nigga. I socked that nigga. <laughs> he said, don't touch me. So I so touched, I touched that, that nigga. nigga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they credit that interview with actually making The Breakfast Club what it is. I believe it. Because I didn't know what The Breakfast Club was before. Well, actually, that and Twitter. Twitter memifying it. I blew that shit up. So I shocked that nigga. Me and my big brother piano. (laughs) Me and that piano grew up together. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) He like a big brother to be piano. (laughs) So. I don't think Brandon has any idea what we're talking about. It was 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 an old interview with Ray J where he was talking about Fabulous. Uh, an altercation with fabulous um and that was yeah and it was his side of the story so of course he was the gangster in the story he (laughs) told me don't touch him so i touched that nigga (laughs) and then he said on the breakfast club on the breakfast club yes he called into the breakfast club because him and him and fabulous had gotten into a fight so he told his side of the story oh shit um yeah yeah so um they had a whole beef and uh i would play the whole thing but it's like fucking nine minutes long yes but they got into a fight and so ray j calls in um to state his side of the story and yeah he discussed the fight with fabulous and he was like i suck that nigga but it's a whole thing i might put it at the end of this but i'm not gonna put it here now it's a it's a lot um but so when we saw him literally wheel back and sock Eric, we knew he was fine. And when we saw the other dude talking about, I've had six surgeries, I know what this feels like. We knew that that nigga was the one who was injured. So that dude, that dude was the largest dude with the softest voice. He's like that dude on um that like my you. dad. My dad used to make fun. Uh, no, I ain't, I ain't that bad. Um, that my dad used to make fun of this uh this like Snapple commercial where it's just like this really big buff dude, and he goes, and it's all mine. <laughs> my dad used to love that shit. Mine, mine was a sprite commercial. I went to, no, don't talk to me that way. I played Hamlet at Cambridge. <laughs> Once again, you ruined my motivation. <laughs> And so am I. Um, but after he finds out he only has a bruise, Ray goes back out there with a cast on his hand and he takes the field. Robin gets a call from Leon saying, I'm fine. And they both sigh and breathe deeply. <sighs> and this is the moment where they know they love each other once again. They tell each other, I love you. I love you too. Coach tells them that, that, that they can win. And he only wants guys on the field with him that think they can win as well. And they close in prayer. And Leon apologizes to Eric without apologizing as random injured guy gets wheeled out. And random tight end, Gerowitz, gives his St. Christopher chain to DH who puts it on. And the manager cleans up the locker room. (laughs) He spent the whole episode trying to find this shit and then gave it to DH. I don't need this as much as you do, crap. The, the coach, the coach did his best. Clear eyes, like mm. yo, <laughs> like mm-hmm. clear eyes. Like he, he totally went there. Like you know what? I, I honestly think Friday Night Lights is a perfect show until they get to that point where somebody gets murdered. 
and then it just turned to a CW drama. Also, they had Wallace in uh, Friday Night Lights, and I was very, very happy that Michael B. Jordan was on the show for the short time that he was there. Him, him, and him and um, Miss Miss Smollett were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, in the in the later seasons, but like that middle, like was it season four, the yeah. season that could have been solved with one phone call? Yeah, like that that I fucked that part. Yeah. Um, yeah, fuck that part. <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole big fan of the season could have been solved with one phone call. Like, exactly. At some point, when it's Brandon's choice, he might choose Friday Night Lights, ladies and gentlemen. But no, for right now, it won't happen. <laughs> it's a it's a great fucking show, though. It is a great show. It's just that season is that season feels a lot like season five of Odds to me. <laughs> It's like, why are we doing this? This is gonna all be solved. Um, Brandon's on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Black is B O K. Scar's on Twitter at Scarfinger. I'm here at Rashani. Uh, the show, even though it is Cocaine Cougars, is still under the Twitter handle Return to Oswald. Um, if you're listening to us on Spotify, uh, go to the actual um, show's screen, not the not the episode but the show overall like the main screen and you could rate our show five stars on spotify now which would be really dope um you can also uh leave a review for us on pod chaser copy and paste that in the apple podcast and then copy and paste that in the good pods we appreciate all of the ways you help us out but i will tell you that the spotify review is literally mm-hmm. the quickest thing you can ever do it takes a few seconds um you can also donate to the show at patreon.com slash single simulcast or at buymeacoffee.com slash sscast oh, or on uh, Good Pods. They have a tip jar there. Scar, how are my cookies going? Um, I'm working on it. Okay. Brandon, you got anything coming up? No, I don't got nothing. Okay. Me well, go, come on, get those, uh, those candles and wax melts. I've sold out of my wax melters. Uh, the ones that I had um, and um, a listener to the show actually placed a pretty big order and uh, she loves her stuff. She gave the melters to, to someone else, but she kept the uh, wax melts and she loves them. You want to give a shout out to him? Um, I don't think I'm supposed to because her, her uh, Twitter and stuff is like locked. So you can't really. You can still say shout out to this person for making the purchase. He did. But since you said that her Twitter is locked and everything, I think she knows who you're talking about because I know who you're talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, she uh but yeah, she placed a pretty sizable order and she used the discount code holiday25 to get 25% off of her order at ptcachandcrafted.com. Thank God, everybody <laughs> who's listening. We greatly do appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're gonna holler at you later. Peace. Peace out. Music for Cocaine Cougars was made by Broke for Free. And this song is called Calm the Fuck Down. It's available on the Free Music Archive. This is Single Simulcast. 
Why, why are we sitting here in silence? Hmm? You held your hand up like we were supposed to sit here in oh, no, silence. No, 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 no. And I I'm was, like, why are I we sitting was, here I was in holding silence? up my hand because I was playing the closeout music. Y'all can talk all you want. Oh. Um, does Is it weird to you that when you realize that like when you snap your fingers, it's not the actual snap that makes the sound? It's your finger hitting your palm? Like, that is a weird fucking... I'm now trying to, he's right, because I'm trying to do it without hitting my palm and ain't shit happening. Yep, the sound comes from when it hit How do you notice? Somebody said it on Twitter once. I did not know that. Oh, my God. Shit is up, right? Like, what the fuck just happened? Like, my whole life, I thought snapping actually came from the fucking snap. No, it comes from when your finger hits your palm. That's where the sound goes from. Ain't that a bitch? I did true. not know that. Hold on. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that until you just said that. Now I am literally flabbergasted. I just tried to snap my finger for like a few seconds. Hold on one second. The Breakfast Club. Power 105.1. Ray, Ray, Ray. Yo, Charlemagne. What up, my G? Envy, what up? What I up, Ray J? What happened? Ray J, what's going on? Are we live? No, no, no. Yes, no. We, yes. We, yeah, yes. We live. Yes. Okay, so I ain't gonna curse. He ain't gonna but curse. Punk, faggots, and excuse my language, but you know what I'm saying? Be whoever you want to be. Love whoever you want to love. I didn't mean it like that. I just meant, you, when you want to disrespect me and the money team, and we got seven Rolls Royces outside, and we just made 350 racks on the... Don't disrespect me. I'm gonna smack you up again, fool. All right, so Ray J, let's That's what I'm saying. Niggas, niggas saying, wait, J, got beat up. Shock that nigga in the face, my nigga. So you punch Fab in the face? One time. You, hey, all I'm saying is if you got Fab number, tell that nigga to send a picture of his face right now. Wow. Okay, okay Ray J, let me ask you. So this is what happened because you didn't like. These bitch ass niggas. You didn't like what he was saying on, on Twitter, like making nah, jokes. Like, look, don't disrespect me and Floyd like that. I play piano on that motherfucking piano every day. That's my big bro, nigga. We grew up together. So if <laughs> you piano? think I just came over there and sang a song. You got me motherfucking twisted. I'm always over there, nigga. Remember, we on air, Ray. We on air, Ray. Can't curse. (laughs) So wait, wait. So what he's saying is the money team made 300 racks, 300 million. The money team. So really, Floyd Mayweather made all that, and he was just playing the piano. Racks racks are thousands. If this was the Breakfast Club, I would watch this fucking show. If this was the everyday... I would watch this shit. This, this was the, this, this this <laughs> was the this was the the moment that made the Breakfast Club a big right fucking deal. Yeah. That was just bad interviews. This is this is a great interview. Sorry, I'm sorry, Envy. I'm so, sorry. So go ahead. So, I'm <laughs> sorry. Are we live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you post him. What happened? What I said. So you you went up to him at the at the party. I'm with what, the what money happened? team right now. We are over uh, here. I swear to God, he running for me right now. I had a hundred fools outside a moon right now. He never left the club. He was scared up in there. He tried to call the police. So when you hit him, what did he do, right? Nothing. He fell back because he's a sucker. <laughs> okay, now, baby, let me ask you. So he didn't, he didn't hit I, you look, back? Look, look, check this out. No disrespect. No disrespect. Like, shout out to my big bro, Diddy, because he tried to really be like, look, they was just going in on you. And, and, you know, it was all fun and games. Shout out to Kevin Hart because, you know, he a comedian. But Fab ain't no comedian. 
My homie saved his life when he was in L.A. His life was threatened by my other dudes, and my other homie saved his life. So how dare you even speak disrespectful to me? You know what I'm saying? And that's just what it was. So when I seen him, I was with Floyd and 50, and he tried to say, don't touch me, and I touched that nigga. Straight up. <laughs> the 50 I with him. The 50 instigate the fight? Listen, I... <laughs> this is fantastic. Why is he in the club like this every day? Because this nigga you, called in randomly. This will be like if Donald you. Trump called into a he TV He called show. in randomly. They did. They Basically, what happened was uh, Angela, he did the rumor report. And he and somebody, I guess, I don't know whether he heard it or someone told him that this is what's happening. And they said that Ray J got beat up. So Ray J felt the need to call in to defend himself. Mm-hmm. I promise you, I would watch this every day <laughs> if this was it. I promise you. <laughs> I touched that dick. <laughs> I, got, I got detained tonight. I got kicked out of the motherfucking Palm Hotel. Totally <laughs> arrested me. Handcuffed. Listen, I said, look, y'all gonna take me to jail or can y'all just unhandcuff me and let me hop in my ghost and get up out of here? They said, that's your car? I said, I'm cool. Can you handcuff me? I gave it. You know what I'm saying? I looked out for him and I was out. Now, Ray J, let me show, did Fab at all, his people, or did he hit you at all? Nah, look, my team don't play. If you disrespect me, don't come to the West Coast. So he in Las Vegas and he tried to disrespect me. Well, well we, heard Fab, we heard Fab headbutted you, and people are head, upset because he had his guard me. down. Come on, my headbutted me? So, so Listen, so, I swear, listen, you call that fool right now. We can get on the phone right now, and he'll tell you what it is. Because he know my big homies is on his bumper. So he's going to apologize on the Breakfast Club. Charlamagne, Envy, listen, you know y'all my dudes, right? Right, yeah. I'm going to make sure he call up to the breakfast club and apologize for his actions. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> it, man. You niggas think I sing. <laughs> this is amazing. This is an amazing, perfect interview. I love the fact that this is your first time hearing this, Brandon. I feel I so great about this right now. It's so amazing. I can't believe you've never heard this shit. But right? oh, if it's the Twitter, if it's this the sh- Twitter if it's infamy, the, my nigga. If it's the show, though, because this is something Brandon has never. And me and Scar already know about it. Yes, <laughs> I used to be heavy on Twitter back then. I don't remember this. This I'm was make him apologize. He, <laughs> hey, y'all heard the in. plosives in that shit. He gonna <laughs> apologize. Also, hey, did did did. Did Fabulous ever hit you? Man, I'm in the West Coast. <laughs> you didn't answer the question right today. Deflected like a motherfucker. He just, every time they asked him something, he's just like... I love how Rachel used the F-word slur, but was perfectly aware that it's not really what he wanted to say. But he said it anyway. <laughs> be who you want to be, love who you want to love. In, in, in the midst of his rage, he corrected himself <laughs> on that one. Because in the midst of all of his rage, he's like, you know what? My manager's going to call me about that one. I'm going to have to put out something. <laughs> yeah. Be who you want to be, love who you want to love. is a real apology, ladies and gentlemen. Songs and, and run around here and do dances. I don't play that shit, man. You're not Omarion. Omarion just got some just stray bullet. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Omarion is catching bullets right now because of this new variant. And niggas is calling that shit the Omarion variant. Well, yeah, you got to know there's a placebo out there. Don't go to jail. It ain't, nothing ain't worth going to jail, no, man. I know. And so this is what happened, right? Everybody told me to calm down. I'm back at the crib. 
I got kicked out of the Palms. I went back up to the Palms. Listen, my homegirls is rolling GT Bentleys. He got a 97 GT. Come on, my But, Ray, you know. I got thrown out the Palms. I went back to the Palms. But listen, my nigga, my homegirl got a nice car and he don't. Hold on, I need to start watching Love and Hip Hop. Ray J is so fucking, this nigga is entertaining as fuck. Yeah, oh, uh, God, my, though, my, my coworker loves uh, watching uh, Ray J videos. Them niggas is crazy. You know when you come to New York. I got a 20 foot square, listen, 20,000 square foot crib. I got an indoor pool, an outdoor pool. I got an indoor <laughs> basketball court and an outdoor basketball court. This broke ass bitch ass nigga. I swear to God. Yeah, Ray J, just one question, though. When I hit Slay, he ain't going to be able to even stay in his own town because I got some goons out there that's going to get him, too. All right, Ray J, but but let me ask you something. You know that Fab jokes around on Twitter all the time. Fuck that nigga. Fuck that bitch ass nigga. He can't joke on me, nigga. That nigga's a broke-ass nigga. He called me. I let that nigga borrow my Lamborghini for his video in L.A. That's my word. Ask Clue. I let him borrow my Lamborghini. I let him drop my top. He can have that shit. That's old. I got three new Rolls Royces outside. And I'm tired of being humble with niggas. I'm tired of being humble. And I'm tired of being low key. Now I'm about to pull my motherfucking whips out. I'm about to show y'all what my crib looks like. And I'm about to roll with my niggas and smack niggas up that's talking. Ha <laughs> Ray J! That's what I'm talking about. You guys, come Ray on. Ray we don't, we don't want anything. We don't want Ray, anything to happen, Ray, you know, for real. Stay out of jail, Ray. You know, hopefully we can squat this out. Oh, my gosh. About nothing but making money, making good product. I create my own TV shows. All my cars is paid for. All my cribs is paid for. I got pink slips on every one of my whips. You can come to my shit and see it. I'm stamping all this shit. Charlemagne know me. That's my big homie. My man. We go way back. So he know when I call him, I'm going to give him the exclusive shit. And I'm tired of playing games with these niggas. When I see Fab, he know what it is. Charlemagne, that's my word. He going to call up to the breakfast club. And he gonna apologize. Did it, did it, did it. Damn. All right, Ray, Damn. Ray. Let's, Ray, we appreciate you calling him, Ray. Ray, don't go, go get locked up, Ray. Do yeah, not Ray, get locked calm up, down, Ray. just stay in the house. Already got locked up today. Already got locked up. But don't get locked go, up yeah, again, Ray. Go, go smoke something, Ray. Go smoke something Already and calm down, brother. Up. I'm ready for this nigga, man. All right. Straight up. Thank, <laughs> thank, bitch ass nigga. thank you, Ray. Man, I hate to see people so mad like that. I don't want Ray to do nothing crazy. You know what I'm saying? This nigga wanna talk shit. I was with Puff last night and I said, Puff, he said, listen, if anybody talks shit about me, I'm going to smack them niggas in the face. And I said, you know what? You know you right. <laughs> you know you right. <laughs> I forgot about that part. You know you right. You right. Oh, my gosh. This is the best thing I've ever heard. Now, Brandon, here's the thing. After they did this, Puff had to do his own video where he was like, all the shit they saying let me tell you what actually happened. We'll get to that in another episode, though. If, if who can't squash this, then it's over. Now, we're going to squash it. We need this to end peacefully. The only nigga that can squash this shit is DJ Clue. We're going to make that happen. Who the hell Clue? We're going to squash this. Charlemagne, Envy, Angela Yee, I promise you, I'm going to have Fab call up there, and he's going to apologize to the Breakfast Club. He's going to apologize to me for being a broke-ass 
bitch ass nigga. I got <laughs> six Rolls Royces outside, two <laughs> Bentleys. My now, girlfriend we won't, we won't let, we, this got to end peacefully, Ray. I'm Ray. playing games with this shit, nigga. And I like, I like Ray J a lot, so you're right. Fuck this nigga. Fuck Talk to him, Pop. Fuck that whole <laughs> team, nigga. I'm going to smack the shit out that bitch ass nigga. Now, we're going to try to get Fab now, on the line and squash the nigga. Let's get Fab on the line right now. I'll smack the shit out that nigga. You can't smack him over the phone, Ray. on the phone that like niggas, and they're going to rape that nigga. I'm going to get on the phone with niggas who like niggas and they're going to rape that nigga. That completely negates everything you said at the beginning of the show when you're like, you know what? I didn't mean to say that. Be who you want to be. Love who you want to love. But you know, Ray J, go off. Go off. I'm also going to smack that nigga through the phone like Ghost Dad. (laughs) He is is on one. Like, Like this shit here, it's like they it was like yo this is the best day ever for us and this put us on with a whole bunch of people who have never heard of the breakfast club but we can never do this again Mm-hmm. <laughs> that nigga over and stick it in that nigga booth. all right all right all right oh my god i love you let me be back to being my you know i'm upset everybody it's going down in here. I'm with the money team. Shout out to Floyd 50. What up? Y'all know we turned on, but look, I love y'all. Let me get back to being positive. All right, please. Let's, let's, let's get, get back to the positive. Power 105.1. I love y'all. G, Envy, yes, Charlemagne. Sir. I swear he calling y'all today. And he apologizing. All right. We'll never call. it tomorrow. All right. We we'll airing that shit tomorrow. I hope I didn't use too much profanity. I hope y'all really, I know y'all didn't, I know this ain't live. No, we had no, to stop. We had to stop. We had to first because we had to stop. But it's coming up in a few minutes. It is coming up at 930 exactly. Go hard because this nigga got me twisted. I'm about to pull my, I'm about to shit my shit out there. I'm going to throw the keys to Charlotte, man. You can have my goats. I'm going to hop in the Cadillac truck and we're going to back to back it. And wherever we see Fab and his crew, we're going to smack them bitches. No, no, now, Ray, I'm, I'm, I'm not involved with that, Ray. I want this to end peacefully. You my man. You my man. But Right now, we going in, nigga. Ray, thanks for calling, homie. All right. Love. Let's get back to the mix. Matter of fact, let's play One Wish. Let's calm it down. 800-585-1051. By the way. It's the song that started the whole fight. Fabulous has an Aston Martin four-door. I just want to say it. doesn't have a 97 GT. But let's get back to the mix. It's the breakfast. I'm going to listen to that at least once every six months now. That is the best interview I've heard in a long time. That's like when I used to hear, that's like the Iron Sheik interviews from like eight, nine years ago. Yes. And the Iron Sheik's Twitter used to be litty. He used to just talk reckless. Yeah, he used to go in on Hulk Hogan just like that. So. And I I miss, I miss when, um, when, um, when the 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 dude who was the 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 access the access preacher that was yeah like, yeah yeah I'm, I know he's talking about oh uh, man when he got on Twitter that shit was hilarious but like his clips are like the best thing ever I still say <laughs> his 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 best line because I'm God and bitch you not. So, <laughs> he actually says that. Something. So I just want to I just want to show y'all this for for the next episode. Fabulous response to Ray J's Power 105 rant. I got to watch that now cuz I don't think I've, I've never even that. heard it before. 
I got I got to listen to that right now. I've never even heard it before. Thank you all again for listening. Y'all be good. We're going to hodge you later. Peace. <laughs>